0: Sunday Scotch Sessions, it is back again, this is number 12, after our last Australia Day extravaganza, the Coxnator and DJ Curtis, well he doesn't like being called DJ, so we just call him Curtis, or so, Peter.
1: It's a Scotch Sessions on a Saturday, on the Pinot Noir.
0: On the Pinot Noir, it's a weird Scotch Session, we'll the- get on to Scotch eventually, but we started on Pinot Noir, we have a guest in the studio today, it's a... Uh, an old mate of mine from back in the rugby days where I pretended that I could actually be tough and play the sport, but managed to get injured mostly. James Bucky on the ching-chong. James Bucky on the ching-chong, that's right. That's a special instrument we brought in from uh, Zambia. He's going to play that a little solo for us later. Alrighty, so uh, it's going to be a random session today. I'm going to just choose tracks that I haven't really listened to, but I've had it in my list of artists that I have to listen to I've either read about them in reviews or people have recommended them to me so I don't really know how this is going to go and we're also going to review the latest track from uh, probably the world's largest electronic act as well I get a feeling that uh, you haven't come out of your dark electro 80s world yet Oh no, there's plenty more Dark Electro 80s coming from me <laughs> I'm going to be making some Dark Electro 80s soon You watch
1: Alright, well let's kick it off Alright um,
0: First song I'll, uh, I'll throw the first one on You go second up, yeah? Good stuff Done
2: jelly. Wrestling. Would you do it? Would you do it? Go down with the body. Hooker's stroking. Clutches caressing on the corner. Lip to. and Born with a cartoon eye And a savory style Very strong feeling
1: Right in that dubstep,
0: yeah. So, uh, <laughs> although I thought that um, I hadn't actually uh, played any of Stumbline before, we actually played him last Scottish session. I just realised. Oh, cardinal! So uh, he's actually been played before. He's the Bristol guy who's a bit of um, a bit of a uh, up and coming talent in the, the British scene but yet very much from the same roots as Burial so I must have liked that stuff and written the name down and uh, failed to delete the name after I've already downloaded his stuff
1: <laughs> I thought you would open your next Scott session with it
0: yeah well so we switched it, switched it up you had the first track there which was
1: yeah that's that's um, that's Carl Hyde frontman for Underworld mm-hmm. um, that's, that's a bit of an older track that's off Oblivion and Bells 2007 but yep. um Carl Hyde is now doing a bit on himself he's released a new album Edgeland Um, it's been well received and he's performing at the Vivid Festival at the Sydney Opera House this May Vivid yeah so I imagine he'll be um, showcasing a lot of his new material but they do say that they will be performing reimagined underworld rarities and classics which would have to be something to see at the Opera House reimagined classics Mm. reworked well I'd hope so
0: Rather than just imagined. I can imagine reworking them. It's not really going to do much of the music, but I hope that they get back in the studio, wouldn't
1: they? Oh, I'm sure they will. Uh, They spent a lot of time working with um, David Boyle and the uh, Olympic Games Uh, opening ceremony uh, music. Impressive. Well, uh, that was
0: Cherry Blossom by Stumblind, So if you like Stumblind stuff, go and get it. As I said, he doesn't have a lot out yet, but uh, I imagine... He's probably sitting at home on his computer, cranking out the uh, either sound forge or the
1: Cubase or whatever he's doing to make those tunes. If you like Underworld, get on the internet, ticking the on fast for vivid festivals at the Opera House. You and I have to be there, surely. Yeah.
0: We'll be there. All right, another two, just for you. Crimper out again.
1: <laughs> Did you he hear the little startup at the start, the, the little uh, motor startup? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. He loves, that. he loves that stuff. Uh, he's just can't get enough of the uh, Jordan F '80s influenced um, synths and whatnot. Our local man Jordan F. He's uh, preparing for his release of his album and preparing for for a uh, tour as well. I saw he had his kid, and uh, his latest post on Facebook, he had his. Yeah, new setup all organised for this uh, upcoming tour. So we'll have to go out and uh, see the man. Awesome. And that was a remix of Arcade High. It was a Pittsburgh uh, synthwave. You know, another 80s nostalgia producer.
1: Mm. not so really liked it.
0: Yes, yeah, so they've teamed up together for that one. So he just did the remix for him called On the Edge of Summer. And you can download that, that one off uh, SoundCloud anytime you want. Okay. He'd have
1: to be getting a few movie deals, wouldn't he?
0: Oh, Man, all that kind of stuff is just in the rage. Like, it's all the rage right now. So
1: That's the that's the lacking part of most movies today in Hollywood. Is They just don't have those classic soundtracks. or well, they sound- rarely do.
0: Yeah, quality soundtracks. I mean, that's why you and I, you know, you look at films like Drive and you go, wow. Like mm. it
1: just- I went and saw the new David Boyle movie, Trance, which is the guy that did... yeah oh, Danny of- Boyle. Yeah, Slumdog Millionaire and <gasps> yeah, spotting. Yeah. And the soundtrack, it did have a bit of Uncle in it, by the way, but oh, the yeah. soundtrack wasn't... As epic as Train Spotting and all those. like oh, Train Spotting? Why wouldn't you just go and get. I think artists. it was
0: that, that, one of the top selling albums of the last uh, <laughs> Last maybe 10 years. Might have to edit that last video. <laughs> there was a Hoover in the background there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that first tune was um, uh, Chained by the XX, but the Sasha remix from his new album Involver 3 came out in April. I a bit of a listen. Pretty good. Mm. Pretty chill. Uh, I I love the
0: XX vocals though. Just so simple. What's her name, that bird? No. We lost on that one? Yeah, I don't know. We'll call it Joan at the
1: moment. I'm not friends with them on Facebook. If I I met
0: Joan, I would be interested to see what her talking voice is like. I haven't seen her interviewed.
1: What did you think of that tune? I
0: really liked it. Really mild and just moody. Simple. uh, Just a simple, basic. Yeah, bass line beneath there that just really drove it home for me
1: mm. well, we're going to review a track now um, uh, a collaboration
0: yes true collaboration between some big heavyweights in the music scene so we'll see you guys can t- let us know uh, what you think if you want or we'll let you know what we think of it and um, kick it off now kick it off now Bomb. like the legend of the
3: phoenix with beginnings what keeps the planet sinning ah the force from the beginning
0: Well, there you have it that was the <coughs> return of Daft Punk who are prepping for their album release in We War at we the War. We War show and uh, just as special as you know an album release in We War we have uh, my good mate uh, James Bucky Buck uh, who is a country man originally really
1: mm, but not so much from We War
0: not so much from We War you're a bit uh, more north of there bit north Was oh. it about an hour, hour and a half north
1: uh, to Thumbaa few hours, I think.
0: few hours. Do you, want me, do you want me to answer that message for you?
1: No, no, that's fine. You can leave that.
0: <laughs> so what did you think of the, uh, the Daft Punk
1: I th- I collaboration a little, with Pharrell? a little 80s disco, a little outside the Daft Punk um, traditional sound that I'm used to.
0: Yeah, come a little close to the mic there, Bucky. Don't be afraid of it, mate. I it's am not a gonna little afraid. He's a yeah. bit afraid and nervous. It's, it's all right. so we much can, nervous. We can always delete anything that sounds uh, inappropriate, as Peter and I usually do.
1: So who was who was Darf Punk collaborating there with?
0: Pharrell. Williams from um You a big fan of Pharrell? Dinny R D. Well I I I like Denny R D. Bam
1: bam bam bow bow
0: bow bah lap dance.
1: I'm just blank. I'm just blank. Lap dance. Lap dance. I'll say yes, yeah, yeah, that's well, I think it's a good
0: sound of, yeah. Pharrell from lap dance, people, yeah. Most people say but guy. yes to lap dance is the best of time. <laughs> so
1: Bucky so Bucky thinks it was disco y <laughs> I thought it was disco y. You thought it was catchy though. Yeah, catchy, disco-y. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was funky fruity. I, I thought it.
0: I thought it was a little too cheesy. It was a little bit too cheesy for me, and uh, you'd have to look. I'm expecting. It. I want to hear. I want to hear. I expect big things of Dat Punk. I was a big fan early on, thanks to my mate Charlie Hendon, who's a bit of a uh, electronica man, and he was like, "Wow, these guys are just amazing." And so I wanted a bit of. I like a bit more aggression. But how, how does like
1: it sit punk. in the context to the rest of the album?
0: That's true. Are they just releasing that one as it's like one more time kind of big single and then they're going to follow it up with some... Actually, that's a big
1: point. A lot of Daft Punk stuff was very cheesy, wasn't it? And then it became iconic.
0: Yeah, but then the other tracks aren't.
1: So possibly this is the same, the same lead. The cheesy iTunes track that leads the album.
0: Yeah, and then so they just have a big hit with this one and they go, okay, the rest of them are actually the tracks we wanted to make.
1: Out of 10 yeah, 10, that's I right. I give it a six, Stewart,
0: Stuart? I'm giving it a four.
1: No, look, I'm higher. I liked it because, in, in, you know, um, the the type of fruity song it was. So I'm saying a seven. Seven,
0: seven. Mm. I'd like to see it,
1: I mm. Slightly different life. taste, though.
0: Any song with "Get Lucky" in it, though, Bucky's a, a sucker yeah, for. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's about time for the uh, scotches now, lads. So uh, let's move on to some get back into uh, Scotch sessions theme here and uh, roll on with another couple of tunes.
4: Almost made you love me Almost made you cry Almost made you happy
5: turned around, but everybody
4: knows Almost as a cow, almost had me again. You were turned around, but everybody knows Almost as a cow, almost had me again.
5: Almost had it again.
0: on and in fact Dutch Schultz was the name of a Prohibition uh, era gangster in Brooklyn apparently but Dutch Schultz the deep house producer has a SoundCloud profile I don't know how I've got his name in my sketch notes pad or whatever it is on my phone but it's in there and it's actually not bad what do you think Pete? I
1: thought old Schultz uh experimenting with the old broken beats yeah starting block that was called
0: I didn't mind I thought it was quite uh He's a little bit broken, but I um, thought oh, it was quite a mild tune.
1: Yeah, a couple of inf- had a couple of different influences there, didn't it? A bit of a soulful vocal, but then... Even a, ve- a
0: little bit of a... Um, what would they call that? Uh, oh, it's like dance hall kind of mm. you know, st- uh, strings in the background there too.
1: That's right, yeah. It did have a bit of an orchestral Influence. vibe. Yeah. And yours? But mine was... Um, Pretty prominent drum and bass artist, Intelligent Matters. That was his 2011 track, Everybody Knows. Um, Everybody Knows! Pretty soulful. Yeah. I wasn't sure you were listening to it. Myself. I don't
0: know if I was. I was getting into this scotch, actually. But I've...
1: if you like that track, you can download a whole heap of very rare drum and bass tracks for really? around 99 cents at breakbeat.co.uk. They've now got a um, an MP3 shop. Yeah. And... It sells a lot of drum and bass that you can't get anywhere else. So if you're interested in drum and bass, check out that site. Speaking of uh, rare
0: drum and bass, I had a uh, crazy patient of mine who was a massive Arsenal fan, who was a massive Jungle fan as well. And he gave me all these full-on CDs. <laughs> and I, every now and then like I put my entire iTunes collection on random mm. and like it'll go from something like Lana Del Rey you know, <laughs> singing along and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> you know, like, what is that? Yeah. It's like all like it's all like Bristol, uh, you know, live performances of rare jungle, tracks. yeah, Caribbean
1: influence, yeah, really
0: Caribbean, it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm a big fan of jungle as well, though. I think there's some great basslines that come out of jungle. Oh,
0: exactly, well, you influenced the whole year after that. Yeah. And we're on the as now, so uh, we've moved on to well, it's my influence. And um, this is the Johnny Walker XR.
1: Impressive bottle.
0: It's a type of Falcon, usually XR, isn't it? But um... <laughs> well,
1: I, I think I had an XR. No, I had an S-Pack.
0: You had an S-Pack? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the sports pack. Yeah. Oh, you do have a bit of flare, fairing on the side. A bit whatnot. of power.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's a bit of a honey one, this one, isn't it? A bit of a honey...
0: I've gone neat. You've gone the ice, mm. which is uh, controversial, but that's okay. Um, so I've gone neat on this, and I think it's... Um, Pretty smooth, as you would expect for any Johnny Walker that's above the the black
1: level. Well, we've got a couple more tracks. It's been a bit of a heavy sesh, um, probably because old Ching Chong over here has been...
0: You know. he's, well, he's going to pull out the Zambian <laughs> instrument that he's got,
1: Ching Chong. <laughs> but uh, I'm starting to feel it a bit. We've got a couple, a couple more to go. Yeah,
0: we've got a couple more, and then uh, I think that'll about do it for Scotch Session number 11, or XI, if you A Gen Wine, you don't know what your Roman numerals are. (laughs) Anyway, before I offend anyone else of our six listeners, I'll uh, I'll just uh, get on to the eh? All right. Sunday Scotch Sessions, Peter. you're trying to uh, excite me there with a little bit of plump DJs, I gather.
1: Yeah, the old Morning Sun, they're playing uh, tonight at the Chinese Laundry, if you're looking for something to do in Sydney. Yeah, they have had an album for a few years, they had a, a bit of a cracker in 2005 with Saturday Night Lotion. What was the other one,
0: Eargasm, was that the follow-up to that?
1: Eargasm in 2008. Yeah. Um but they've been going since 2000. Their first album was out at uh, a Plump Night Out, and I guess
0: that was the, that was a big one for me. The Plump Night Out, yeah, a duo that's always had
1: a special place in my heart. So I'm 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 eager to to get you down there tonight, mate. I'll see what I can do. I'll arrange my people
0: speak to your people. There'll be some negotiations. <laughs> uh, following that was one of the most beautiful tracks I reckon I've heard this year, and that is How to Destroy Angels. And it doesn't take you very long to work out that that's Trent Reznor of uh, Nine Inch Nails fame and more recently, soundtrack for The Social Network, which he won an Oscar for. So the guy's got mm. plenty of credits behind him.
1: So what's he doing there? Is he collaborating there? Or is so he-
0: actually, if you want... To- Ooh, there's someone at the door. Peter, you go get the door. I'll talk about what this uh, album is. So How to Destroy Angels Welcome Oblivion, the album is called. It's their debut album. And it's actually his wife on vocals, Mara Queen Maandig. Really? And by that name, I gather she's either a witch or she's from Holland. <laughs> Her harmonious vocals, they've been described as here on one of the reviews. Uh, you know, apparently, the collaboration works quite well, and I like to. I'm looking forward to listening to this whole album. So it's only been released uh, this month. So. Oh, well, I should say last month. Last month, so uh,
1: I'll be downloading it straight away, like like everyone else should be. <laughs>
0: Eleven dollars, how can you go wrong? And then if, I love the, the way that uh, Trent Reznor does this stuff. So if you want the T-shirt version, you want the HD version. If you want the nerd seventy-five gigabyte version of the album, you can get it if you want. If you want the version that comes off the decks in the mixing studio, you can get that as well. It's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, well, a good way to finish off tonight, I think. Nine Inch Nails for me represents the opposite ends of electronic music that you and I entered in. Yep. You sort of came in at that uh, prodigy Nine Inch Nails. High was, octane. Yeah. That was your entry point. That's what brought you to yeah, the happy was. place that you are now.
0: Exactly. I'm, I'm Mr. Zen Factor now, thanks to uh, yeah many things, but uh, the... the appreciation of both ends of the spectrum it's been a good sesh Bucky thanks for joining us thanks for being the guest there tonight uh, Buckmeister
1: thanks for having me yeah
0: yeah, mate we want to hear that Ching Chong (laughs) the
1: Ching Chong tune again
0: the Ching Chong tune is coming in for uh, next session All right, that's enough for us and we'll see you guys for Scott sessions again soon see you later